five three two one we're live <clears throat> live live we survived thanksgiving uh thankful for family for thanksgiving is uh it's important to be thankful for what you have and for what you don't have thankful for a lot of things thankful for for family thankful for my daughter being healthy thankful for for um another thanksgiving Thank you, thankful for the fabulous turkey that was served that day. It was uh, very delicious, very, very, very delicious. Uh, try not to eat so much, but you just can't help it. It's a lot of fucking food, a lot of desserts, a lot of sweets, a lot of um, unhealthy stuff. Not a turkey part, but you know the sweets and the you know cookies and brownies and all that. All that fucking shit. But anyways, <clears throat> thankful for that. Thankful for uh, for for continuing doing what I enjoyed, which is uh, uh, podcasting. Uh, work-wise, I'm thankful for work, even though it's not exactly what I envision doing, but it pays the bills for the meantime. Uh, thankful for for fighting. Thankful for martial arts. Thankful for sports. Um, thankful for friends. Uh, for the past couple of years, uh, five six years, we do the annual uh, food golf Thanksgiving Day. We showed up at a uh, golf course. But it's like slash golf course and slash soccer, so you can play foot golf. It's basically the same concept, but instead of instead of using a, a golf ball, you use the soccer ball and you kick it. That's why it's called foot golf. Mm-hmm. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, and we did that on the day of, which is Thursday. We show we show up at seven in the morning. We uh, uh, we have a good time. We you know just drinking allows. We have a couple couple drinks. After that, we went and play an actual soccer game. That was you know haven't played in a long time. I haven't played soccer in a long time, and boy was I feeling it for the next couple of days until today. It's Monday. Monday, November the 26th and I'm still sore I'm still sore I don't know what it is you know playing soccer which is most legs than anything like your your knees your um, your hips a little bit but you just sore you're sore when I do jiu-jitsu it wasn't I wasn't I, I wouldn't get as sore I would get more bruised than anything like on my ribs my chest uh, my insides of my thighs, because you do close guard, you just fucking squeezing, and then they fucking stick the elbow in your thighs to open that shit up. Uh, so yeah, but soccer, I don't know what it is, man. Soccer is just you know you get you work your whole body because you run most of the time, and it's just it's just a miserable fucking like if you're not used to it, if you stop doing it for a year or so, you feel it. And I'm I, I was feeling it for the for the for a couple of days. Uh, what I, what is, what, what was it that we did? 
Yeah, we just went and ate turkey. Uh, Friday morning, we took off. Uh, I took my took my daughter and my and my uh, and my daughter's mother. We went to to San Diego. We drove down to San Diego Friday Friday afternoon. Pretty easy ride. We, you know, it was a two hour and a half, three hour ride. My daughter, thank God, she she knocked out in the back seat. Her car seat, she knocked out for all that time. She woke up like 20 minutes before we got into to the hotel. So that was, that was great. I, you know, I had it was a great ride because she knocked out. I think that's the key. You know, uh, we planned it pretty pretty good that we leave uh, close to her bedtime or on her actual nap time. She can fall asleep in the car ride, and it kind of helped. So that, that I was thankful for that. Got to the hotel. My fucking wife started sneezing and coughing because I had the AC almost the whole car ride to San Diego because my daughter sweats like there's no tomorrow. So I had the I had the AC on. Uh, she never told me that, so she was fucking sneezing and coughing. But it was other than that, it was all right. We went. We stayed. We stayed and. The first night, we just went downstairs, eat some some food, and we came up. The next day, Saturday, we took uh, we took my daughter to to the zoo. To the zoo, we uh, I, you know, I felt like she was too small to take her to places because she's not gonna remember. She's a year and three months, but. She likes animals, so I was like, man, maybe she will have fun at the zoo. So we went to the zoo, and and yeah, she, I mean, she's not asked to go somewhere because she doesn't know. She's just excited to be outside. So we were just outside, had her walking for a little bit, and then I put her in the baby vajoran, which is like a kangaroo pouch. So you see me, my baby in front of me, 210-pound guy walking with a 30, oh, 24. Four something pound baby in front of him. It was pretty funny. Other than that, she had a good time. I had a good time. We, for the first time, and I don't know, like, we've been to the zoo like two, three times. For the first time, I saw a fucking lion being up. Every time I go, I see those fucking lions sleep, passed out. I feel bad for them, man. You know, this time I actually saw him got up and walk around. And he was right in front of us. And I can tell you, man, if I see a fucking lion in real life, I would just get on my knees, start, start praying that he kills me quick. Jesus Christ, man, those fucking claws. And when he yawned, I saw those big-ass teeth, those canine teeth. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. How can you... Because I, I was like, man... You know, you as a jiu-jitsu guy, you can probably, black ah, probably choke someone out. No, you cannot choke those fucking animals out. They will not let you even get to their back. They'll fuck you up. They'll fuck you up three times before you even get to their back. And by then, you probably be half dead. So, scratch that. You just fucking probably get in a fetal position and just pray to God that he doesn't kill you. And what else can you fucking do? Them, those fucking uh, bears. Oh, God. Those bears, man, they don't, they don't fuck around. I hike. I have a dog, so I hike a lot. And um, I've, we've been uh, been camping a couple times. 
uh, we'll be camping on like uh, Ancho the Forest or Serpentino, like Big Bear and all those. And they're known for fucking bears. And uh, we camp close to uh, Sequoia National Forest. And all those areas, obviously, they're known for fucking bears. And that's just one thing that I'm scared of, man. The mountain lions, I, you know, I, for some reason I feel like if I see one, I'll be scared, but I will probably scare him away. That's what you do. You have to do that. You have to see yourself look bigger, make big noises, and eventually, you know, they can run off and be scared. But bears, you know, it can either be two things. They see you, they run away because they're scared. They don't know who the fuck you are and what you are. Or it's a mama bear with the cubs. They do not play around, man. They do not play around. They fuck you up, even though you don't mean no harm, which you probably won't. They'll they'll fuck you up. Those it's just bears, man. I don't know. I don't know. Especially where we we go hiking and camping and all that shit. Bears is one of the major fucking things that I'm. Well, it's just, I don't know what to do. If I ever see one, uh, you can't outrun them. You can't go up in the trees. They're, they're faster, stronger, and they can climb trees with no fucking problem. So, what do you do? Get into a fetal position and just play like you're dead. And they'll probably leave you alone. Either that or be like, oh, easy meal. Easy peasy. You know, but you think about it. We as humans, we're in the top of food chain, right? Why? Because we're, we can think and we can uh, create tools out of nothing and defend ourselves. But animals, especially uh, animals that eat other animals, like lions, those feline, feline animals, like lions, uh, big jungle cats, uh, you know, jaguars, leopards. Uh, tigers, Jesus Christ, they don't fuck around, uh, bears, you know, go to the ocean, you got sharks, mainly sharks, and even orcas, you know, those orcas, the, the one that hurt you, they will fuck you up, like, yes, we're in the top of the food chain because of that one aspect that we can think, right, but just imagine they were dumb as fuck, that, <laughs> you'd be done. You know, a fucking spider can kill you. Uh, uh, you know, it's like how how did we become? How did we got into the top of the food chain? That's you know, once you think about it, that's fucking that's insane. But anyways, had a good time. Wife was still coughing, sneezing. Uh, I went back to the hotel. She was getting a little worse, and I was like, well, maybe we should just stay in. No, I don't want to stay in. You know how fucking girls are. No, let's go out. Let's go. I want to go. I need some food. Like, Jesus Christ, you're sick. You're fucking coughing a storm. You're sneezing like this. Go tomorrow. Don't even come near me. Don't even kiss me right now. Don't even come near my daughter. Get the fuck away. Go over there. Uh, but we eventually went out. It's a little little, a section of San Diego, especially in downtown. It's called Little Italy. Little Italy. Um... Man, that's some really good food. We went. Uh, sorry for yawning, but I'm still tired. We went. Uh, and 
was it was a little chilly but we went she insisted that she wanted to go out so we went we told my daughter she had a little jacket and you know she was fine um uh, we had her walking around we went and uh we got to this restaurant we out I looked it. I looked it up on on Yelp and, and Google, and it was pretty good. The food was good. You know, you know Yelp reviews were fucking great. So I was like, fuck it, let's go try it over here. She was like, yeah, let's go. So we went. No tables available until like nine o'clock. And it was like seven, seven thirty. Like, Get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna sit around and wait. I was like, let's go. So we went to another spot, which was even I think it was even better. Pasta was good. Fucking wine was delicious. Uh, uh, daughter, my daughter was having a good time, you know, just looking at people, saying hi to everyone, smiling, uh, which I'm, that's another thing I'm very thankful, very thankful, thankful that she's happy baby, a happy fucking baby, she can talk to anybody, uh, smile at anybody, wave at anybody, that's I love that part I love that she's like that uh, Believe it or not I'm not that social Even though I'm doing A fucking podcast 80% of the time I pull, I will not say hi To people that I don't know But she doesn't care So she's More like her mother Her mother is very social uh, So not in that aspect That's that's good I like that She's like that um, To a certain extent I guess But yeah She's very, you know, she's a very happy baby. So she was just having a good time, waving at people, laughing, and and going and touching little girls and little boys. Cause it, to her, she's like, oh my god, they're almost my, my same size. So they, she goes and touches them and smiles and and waves and uh, had a good time. We went back. Wife is still the same. She's, I think she got a little worse because we were out in the fucking cold. Which I told her not to fucking go, but obviously doesn't want to listen. Uh, we came, uh, we got back to the hotel. Uh, by th- by this time, I bought her a bunch of medicine, like uh, not like medication-wise, but like a bunch of teas and airborne stuff, because she's breastfeeding, so I don't want her to be fucking up the fucking milk. Even she said it, so I'm just following her what she says. Um, Went back to, uh, we went to sleep. The next, uh, which, yesterday morning, you know, I got up, I, I took my daughter to the lobby, uh, got some breakfast, came up, we ate, we checked out, and we went back to a little early. Uh, it was too early, so uh, we wanted, we wanted, we wanted for our daughter to get a little tired. She can fall asleep on a car ride, so that looks like a little day. We went back to Little Italy. It's a little plaza with a with a fountain, water fountain. We went. She was playing. Uh, it was so funny, so cute. She was chasing um, birds, those nasty birds that come and eat their, your food. She was chasing them around like those birds were not having it. They were not happy. Uh, every time she would see one, she would go and chase them, and the little birds would see them fucking running from her. Uh, so that was good. 
We then we fucking hit the road. We're there for like an hour and a half, almost two hours. Then we hit the road, and uh, easy peasy, man. There was no traffic. It was a fucking easy ride back, back home. Uh, my daughter, thankfully, she knocked out again. She slept very, very good, like two and a half hours, almost two, two hours and forty minutes. Uh, and that was her weekend. That was uh, that was her weekend. It was. It was good to be out, to go on a vacation and see how we can manage for my daughter. But it was it was good, no complaints. It sucks for my wife that she got like that, but you know, shit happens. What can you do about it? Um, other than that, man, let's 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 go, let's let's jump into into uh, some events. Uh, quick quick thing I wanted to do and I and I and I tried to record this before Thanksgiving but uh got cut up in other things. I wanted to I wanted to touch on one thing. I I've gone back to the app and I've seen people uh hear my first podcast. And I just want to apologize because it sucked. The way I started, it was like 14 second uh, recording audio, audio recording, I should say, and and it's not that good. Uh, have I gone better? Yes, I've gone better, and I think I will continue getting better with time goes on. But other than that, I'm very, very, very sorry. And let me explain why. It's very short, and you can barely hear me. And I'm not very pleasant of what I'm trying to say, or what I'm trying to accomplish, or how I'm trying to to tell you why I started this podcast. And I would like to take that time and do it right now, more than fucking 14 seconds. Uh, I I gotta say I'm fairly new to the podcast world in terms of years. I've only started listening to podcasts podcasting shows uh, 2014 around there 14 or 13 the first couple shows that I would listen to is wrestling podcasting the Steve Austin show the Talk is Jericho show uh, the Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana and he's one of the first that I've listened to in terms of the whole CM Punk issue, uh, people probably already know this and probably already fed up with that, uh, and then I got into the Joe Rogan Experience, the Fighter and the Kid, uh, another podcast, MMA, you know, podcast of Below the Bell with, with Brandon Shaw, and I said, man, I would like to do that shit, and one day I was laying down, uh, I put my daughter to sleep and I was laying down with her and I was like, man, you know, I really want to do a lot of things and I always say that I want to do them and I never do, you know, I was like, okay, well, I kind of went in that, I'm, I'm tired of fucking trying to say that I want to do things and I don't, example, I want to do a podcast, let me fucking link into it, so I went on my phone, I got my phone, I was looking, I was, I was like, you know what I want to see? If I could record something and put it on either on YouTube or some sort of, you know, podcasting app, like Podcast One, or the 
podcast app itself on on fucking um, an iPhone, and I came across the Anchor app. I said, okay, pretty cool. You know, have your your, your ratings. I said, all right, and and it can be distributed distributed to a lot of other apps. Spotify being one of them. So all right, so I downloaded right down the spot. And that's how the, the the following day, I did like 14 seconds because I was testing it. I was like, "Welcome to the podcast, thirty seven. What we're going to be talking about? Stupid shit like that." But yeah, that's how it got started. Now, with that being said, eighty seven podcasts. Why eighty seven? I pretty much explained why the first couple episodes. Eighty seven is the year that I was born. To me, eighty seven is a pretty interesting number, and I'm a fan of eight. So. Uh, for some weird reason, my lucky number, my favorite number is number eight or sixteen. So eighty-seven, why not? So eighty-seven podcast. Welcome to eighty-seven podcast. Not just about MMA, not just about sports, about anything and everything that I am interested in. And you guys might find it interesting, or you guys might not. It depends on however you guys want to see it. Uh, so welcome. Next subject, uh, UFC, uh, Beijing, right? It fucking air at 3 in the morning. Obviously, no one's going to fucking see that. Uh, I didn't see it. Um, happy, very happy for, for a couple, for a couple... For all this Nogarine, uh win and and Francis Ngano. Overing because he's been fighting for I don't know two hundred and fifty thousand years. Just a joke obviously. He's been fighting for for a lot of years. And he has a lot of wins and a lot and a lot of uh, a lot of W's and a lot of L's. But he's always there. He's always there. He's always been like a gatekeeper kind of. But I think this win against this Russian fucking guy, I forgot his name, man. This Russian guy, those Russian names are hard to fucking even keep a track on or remember. Um, but hey, he, you know, he won. He, he, uh, he can be up there uh, for the for the chase, for the title chase, right? Depends on whatever happens to the heavyweight champion. Either DC stays with it, or or Brock wins it, or you know, or Stipe gets a rematch. I don't know what's gonna happen. That's another thing that I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of. Stipe should fucking get a rematch right away. I don't know why, you know, they want to just push, they want to push uh, Brock on the fucking, uh, on the title shot. You know, it makes sense money-wise, but that's not fair to Stipe. But, you know, I, I don't run fucking UFC. And if I did, God knows what was going to happen. Uh, so, again, Alistair won. Alistair Overeem won. He beat... Let me see if I can pronounce his name. And I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. 
Padlovich, Sergi Padlovich, minivan, first in nine one. I think it's very important for him to win after two big devastating L's and Dana White burying you ten feet under, not six feet, ten feet, by saying that you have a big ego and that's the reason why you're fucking failing. That's not okay. Again, I don't run shit, but. You know, Freezing got a one. He, he beat Curtis Blaze, uh, a wrestler, a fantastic wrestler. But, you know, as far as Ngano, man, that fucking punch, it's no joke. You know, got him clean, knocked him out. I felt like they stopped the fight pretty early. Pretty, I mean, you know. It seemed like Curtis Blaze was going, he was getting up and recovering, but they stopped the fight. So, you know. It is what it is. Uh, big win for both of these guys. Uh, should they be fighting each other next? No, no, I don't think that's the. I don't think that that's the, the smart thing to do. I think there should be a rematch of Derek Lewis and and Francis Ngano, and it should be Overeem versus Cain Velasquez. Let Cain be. Let Overeem be Kane's first match back. Fuck it, why not? You know, and make that shit a fucking main event. And UFC 236. Fuck it, let's do it right now. Uh, I don't see why not. And I and I have a feeling that's probably what they're gonna do. But we'll see. And the Chuck Liddell and Anthony Ortiz, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, I know Oscar wanted to come in and, and, and do this and start uh, his MMA promotion, but I think he could have done it a lot, uh, a lot safer for fighters and a lot smarter. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, this is uh, hard for me because I'm a, I'm a, obviously. I knew about the UFC at early years, and I knew about Chuck Liddell, about Tiro Ortiz, Randy Couture, Ken Shamrock, Chuck Chuck Sun, uh, Chill Sonnen, uh, you know, uh, you know that I. Very young, uh, John Jones, uh, man, this other guy, fuck, I forgot his name, obviously, Brock is up there too, Kane's up there too, uh, you know, but, you know, father time does not stop for anybody, so, having that, with that being said, Man, these guys are, you know, it was not smart for them to fight. And it was not smart for, uh, for Chuck to fight. Chuck did not, did not, did not look good on the press conference, did not look good on the pad work. Uh, it's like an old fighter. 
trying to come up from retirement, like uh, Rocky movies. Those those never end well. So they got they got the clearance from California, which is a, apparently is the hardest state to get clearance to fight. But you know it's not. It was not good. Not good. Not. It was stopped at the first round, knocked out. Um, it's not good. It's not good. It's not. Tito always. I've always felt that Tito was going to win. Tito, Tito Ortiz. I mean, he he fought not a year ago or a little more than a year ago. He he beat or a little less than a year ago. He beat Chell. He beat Chell Sonnen. He came out of retirement to to to. To fight uh, Chuck Liddell, you know, uh, I think Chuck should not just. She should look at this and be like, "Okay, this is my tuna fight. All right, I'm out. I'm out. Thanks, Golden Boy, for the money. I'm out." Tito was like, "I took this fight because I knew. I knew that I was going to win. I knew the condition that I was in. I'm okay. I can think. I can still speak." proper English, I am A-OK, I'm a businessman now, I'm out, this is just a fight that I, I you know, it's been, it's been in my mind, because he beat me twice, I was able to get some redemption, yes, it's not the best Chuck that, that it was, you know, 9, 8, 10 years ago, but, fuck it, a WSW, hey, props to him, you know, but it's not, it's not healthy for either of these guys to be fighting, at this late of of the of the game, uh, they should have stayed retired, you know. And Oscar De La Hoya should have been a little more smart and be like, you know what, you guys have, you know, guys have passed your prime. Maybe I'm gonna go with younger guys and start slow and easy. Uh, I don't know the numbers. I don't know if they make good numbers. If they did, good for them. If they didn't, you know. It's uh, oh, man, it's just hard. It's just hard. Um, with that being said, UFC two two thirty two, uh, Cyborg Nunes and uh, Alexander Demoler versus uh, John the Bone Jones. Uh, probably do another episode. Come close to close to it. UFC 231 obviously also coming next weekend I think if I'm not mistaken let me check the day real quick uh, which is uh, Ortega T-City versus Max Holloway it'd be a very good fight yep December 8 December 8 Oh, man. So, yeah, in two weeks. Two weeks. December 8th. Uh, I, for Ortega and Max Holloway, I think Ortega's going to win. I think so. I think he's going to win. But you never know. You never know. Max is very dangerous, too. A, a pretty good, a pretty good, pretty good fight car. I'll run the, I'll run into the, 
I'll run the the fight card later on. We're gonna go probably next next week or by the end of this week for sure. Uh, other than that, man, you know, hope you guys had a good uh, good Thanksgiving. Ate that turkey like there's no tomorrow, and now you're probably regretting it and going to the gym and trying to lose all the fucking weight. Other than that, check out my my Instagram account. It's called media underscore eighty underscore seven. That's 87, obviously. Uh, or you guys can hit me up on my email. It's called BJJ Motivation BST87 at gmail.com. Again, BJJ Motivation EST87 at gmail.com. Or here on the app, you can send me a message telling me how how bad of a host I am or how awesome I am. Other than that, this is 87. I'm out!